Hey friends and welcome to the Her Armory podcast. My name is Jem and I'm so happy that you are here. Whether you're in the car on the way to work or just sitting down with a cup of coffee, know that you are among friends, women that are learning to trust and leaning into hope as we deal with the real and the raw of pursuing a life of purpose. podcast. Thank you as usual for choosing to tune in and press play and hang out with us here for the next half hour or so. I'm really excited about today's guest, Lisa Bruton. She is the founder of Arise Sanctuary Retreats. Um, I've personally been on these retreats before and they're amazing. Um, Lisa creates beautiful boutique luxury retreats um, that exist in order to allow you time and space to hear from God and to hear his voice. And I can attest personally that they are amazing things to invest into. So I'm really excited that we're going to hear from Lisa today. Um, I follow Lisa and her Arise Sanctuary Instagram page. And she does Monday encouragements and lots of other beautiful things. So I recommend you go and follow her now on Instagram. But you know that a podcast episode is going to be good when it starts like this. (laughs) Sorry. I'm like, do I need to respond as a friend or are we now into professional As you can see, we had a lot of fun, but we also had an awesome conversation on what it can look like to traverse some tricky friendship dynamics or some healthy versus unhealthy interactions that we may have in our life. And we've all had these different types of interactions or friendships where we've just been a little unsure whether this is something that's really healthy or something that's maybe not so great for me at this time. So she dropped some awesome wisdom on this topic. We touch on Ephesians as we have been in Ephesians for this whole month on Instagram with her Amri. And let's get straight into that conversation now. Can you tell us something about yourself that might be a bit surprising for people that maybe they do or don't know you and it might be surprising to them? Yes, I I think I've got a pin and plate in my jaw um, and that's from... Um, a jet skiing accident where um, I hit my jaw jaw on the handlebars and it hurt so badly. I thought I'd actually lost a tooth, but what had happened is my jaw was that broken. So I had surgery oh my gosh. and I've still got a pin and plate in my jaw. <laughs> oh, does it still ever bother you or cause you pain or anything? I can feel it. Um, oh. I can't see it. But, yeah, sometimes, especially when it's really cold, it aches. That is, that is something that we would not have known. <laughs> um, although it does sort of match with your adventurous personality though. Yes, but I have to say once bitten, twice shy, I've never gone back and done it. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably good. Yes. All right. So one of the things, I mean, I follow, I've been to one of your retreats and it was amazing and I follow you on Instagram and something you like to do are your Monday encouragements, a few minute video every Monday with just something encouraging. And a little while ago, I sort of noticed there was a season where it seemed like a theme um, in those Monday encouragements was sort of giving wisdom into situations where there may be some voices in our lives that we need need to be more intentional about tuning out yeah, or maybe even some unhealthy dynamics we need to be more aware of. 
Why is this something that you seem to be passionate about? I think because I've walked it and I've seen the effects of having people in close that actually wasn't the season to have them in close, um, whether that was unhealthy or it was just because it wasn't right for us. Um, And I've also walked um, the fruit of having the right people in close and moving um, people more on the outer of my life who were once in close that no longer should be there. And so I found it's so critical to continually just stop and reflect and just ask and chat with God about who's in my world, Lord? Is there someone that needs to be just, um, that I need to just move outwards a little bit so then they're not hearing my heart as much or um, I'm not having as much time with them because you've got someone else or is it time you know it's just I think it's so healthy because if we've got the wrong voice and the wrong influence then it's really gonna hinder what God has for us and and just the calling on our life yeah absolutely and it's something I can definitely relate to and I think something in the past that would have made me struggle with that idea is thinking, oh, but that person's not a bad person. Mm -hmm. They don't mean, you know, they're not, they're not necessarily trying to, you know, discourage me or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But even if they're not meaning to, it doesn't mean that it's not detrimental to you. Exactly. That's exactly right. And it is hard. I know that, especially for those who've grown up in, in the church world, um, there, there was this teaching or this underlying message that to love well is to turn the other cheek and um, to think the best of everyone. But yeah. it didn't mean that we turn off our discernment. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. That's so true. That discernment, because that's a gift we like, that's a gift that's valued. So we can't turn our back on that one. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So something I can. Um, maybe we can both relate to, and I, I certainly do, is that I've had a personality, well, I still have a personality, <laughs> but in the past, and I probably still, um, it can be tricky when I guess I might be a little bit naive in entering into, you know, a friendship or a new connection, and you can end up giving over more of yourself mm-hmm. than that person has really earned yet in your life. Yeah. And sort of leave yourself open to being taken advantage of. And your vulnerability can almost be a we- like be weaponized against you. Yeah. Is that something that you found? And if so, how do you arm yourself against this now? Yeah, I have definitely found that, Gem. And, you know, there is such beauty in that. And I love that about you as well, that, you know, we we both know that God has created um people with in his image so there's gold there that where you kind of want to be like oh what do you what what is it and like you actually intentionally look for the best and I don't think that's a bad thing I think what it is is that um that because we're so trusting and we want to believe the best in people we don't give space to that little check in our spirit that we get over people and when we do it's like no 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 they're fine they're okay um 
you know, they're lovely. That doesn't make sense. So what I've found, and I'm still obviously walking and learning this, um, but a few things that I've put into place is as soon as I get a check in my spirit, no matter how little, I will stop and give it space and I'll say, okay, Holy Spirit, is this you? What is this check? And so I'll inquire of him rather than pushing it down or pushing it aside. I now give it space. And the other thing I do is I'll take it to my husband because he, anyone who is super trusting like you and I, Jim, generally will have a husband or someone in their life that is incredibly discerning and can smell BS from a mile away. (laughs) I, I take it to him. That's a strategy I do. And I just say, this is what's going on. This is the conversation or this is what I'm seeing. I've had this little check. What do you think? And so I find that that's been um, so helpful. And the other thing that I do now is if they're coming into my business to work or even if it's, you know, you're, you're kind of exploring a new friendship, you take it really slow and, yes. um, and, and, and especially with business, I'll just give them like a small job, not a huge responsibility. And I just watch what they do with it. Do they honor it? Do they honor me? How do they, are are they walking with God? You know, you just, you just watch them with the small things, even like with friendships. It's like, um, I take on the first coffee I have, I'll be Holy Spirit, come with me. <laughs> to know is this someone I'm to really get to know, or is this someone who I'll have a coffee coffee with once every six to twelve months? And yes. so I've found that has helped my world. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! That's such good tips. Um, you spoke about this check-in. Yeah. For those of us that um might not know what that language means what does a check-in look or feel like to you when you feel the holy spirit check like give you a little check? generally it's in my gut and it's like something's not right um or or i'll just feel uneasy uh and it could be um it can also be the way that that person makes you feel and And I know that sometimes it can be that we've got our own triggers and it's not that person at all. So it's also then looking at, okay, so I've had something's going on. Is it me? Do I have a trigger going off? Or is this this something I really need to look at and be aware of and put my antennas up? Yeah, no, that's great. That's awesome. Because often like I'm a feeling person, Mm -hmm. so you definitely have, you feel from the gut and and often I don't... um, identify it like you said you gave space to it so it's just training yourself to stop when you feel that and recognize it and like you say take it to god give it space and let it yeah sort of simmer and not feel guilty doing that so i know we don't like to judge people so something that i've found is okay i've discerned something something's caught caught my attention um and if i pray about it and i'm like okay and i chat to maddie okay i think this is what it is Rather than trying to label that person or say that they're bad, just be like, Lord, how can I pray for that person and partner with you what you're doing in their lives? So so that keeps my heart from judging um, and yeah. hopefully it blesses them as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, so this month with Her Amory, what we're doing is we're in Ephesians mm-hmm. and we're spending the month in Ephesians. And I love that 
there's a few key places in Ephesians that sort of can help us biblically with, you know, what's some tricky relational dynamics, what to do when we're faced with that. And um, in um, chapter 4, verses 22 to 32, it says some awesome things about navigating, you know, these tricky situations. Um, And it reminds us first to put off our old nature and step into the nature Jesus brought for us. And I think some of those tips you've just given us actually are in, that's what that's doing. And one thing I love is that it points out, you know, not giving the devil a foothold in that situation. And what are some ways that you found that we can, um, give Satan a foothold in our drama and how can we guard against that? Yeah, that's such a good question, hey? I think um, I think if we allow pride to get get a hold of us, if there's a dispute or whatever, then things are going to get pretty messy pretty quickly um, and, yes. and drama will escalate. So I have found, and it's hard because it kind of goes against our flesh a lot of times or our what we want to do is not to respond in anger. So if I'm feeling all these emotions, I just choose not to respond or in that moment. And and that really diffuses a lot because I'll if someone's and I've had times where people come and accuse me and to my face and I'm not good with confrontation. So I just I, I'm just quiet and I'll just say thank you for being honest with how you're feeling. Um, that's a lot for me. So I'm going to go to process. I'm just going to go process, but I will get back to you. And um, and so for me, it's learning when my emotions are heightened, especially anger, not to speak up from, from that place. And yeah, I, that's so good. And I guess then when there's ongoing, you know, if there's dramas, then it's just keeping our hearts, like we're responsible for our hearts and, I think I think what we can tend to do is try to go they're wrong and I'm right and to try and get your head around things. But what I'm trying to what I try to do is go God loves them so much and there's great in them and there's good in me and God who do you say I am because that person is saying this about me what do you say God He's like no <laughs> and He'll affirm and confirm your who you are and your identity and so just keeping your heart right before him and then I'm just like okay Lord being really honest with you that person is frustrating me actually I'm super angry Lord can you help me out here to just process this and um and you know I forgive them and sometimes it's forgiving them every day but slowly the heart will heal but what it means is you give God space to move in that um in that tough spot rather than taking control and taking the reins because what I've found is if we don't try to justify ourselves and prove our point all the time and whatnot and we choose to love them um, in a, in a, in a, with boundaries <laughs> and yeah. that's safe yeah. for your heart but you really hide yourself in God, it says in Psalms, um, and I don't know the exact spot but I love it, it says when God sees you making the right decisions, he will turn your enemies into friends. And that's what I've found over the years is that if you maintain that um, hiding in him, watching your mouth, watching your heart and praying blessing over that person and just trusting him with that whole relationship or, or circumstance, you'll start to find that 
um, there's a sweetness again and they'll turn to friends again or um, yeah I've had I've had many instant instances where there's been a lot of accusations and gossip and it's kind of gone all around the place and I've found over the years they've come back and said sorry and um, so it's, I just yeah I guess there are a couple of things that I've found that helps to avoid the drama escalating yeah no that's excellent I love that that's all such good good tips um I guess now if we're talking about you know healthy friendships versus unhealthy Mm. friendships um I know you've garnered a lot of wisdom in this area because like of your own experiences as well as I know you're you're one who seeks wisdom from people ahead of you and what would you think if we needed like a little cheat sheet for, I'm not so sure about this. Maybe we've got a check in our spirit about a, a particular friendship that we're in. And what, what are some cheat sheets of like, what does a healthy friendship look like versus, you know, a potentially unhealthy friendship? I think, um, I think it's really good to seek out those who are emotionally intelligent and emotionally healthy. Um, and so when they're unhealthy, it can look like, they might give you the silent treatments, um, unpredictable in how they respond to things and you, you can feel an anxiety when you go to hang out with them. If you're always getting in trouble with them about certain things or, um, you know, criticised. Um, I, I even find people who have known you a long time and they might keep you in the same box as who you were 10 years ago and obviously God's done a huge work in your life and you you'd be a different person so it's even even recognizing those that kind of hold you to that old person and it's not um it's not saying you're not going to be friends with them but it's like well they can't be in close if they can't release me um to be who I truly am um and yeah I I think just being aware of how you feel without making it all about feelings, you know, if, if there's some controlling going on, if someone is, um, if someone gives love when they approve of you but then withdraws it in love, um, then that's controlling and manipulating you to do what they want you to do. I know there was this one person I used to think when when they were happy with me, the world was right. When they were unhappy with me, the world was devastating for me. And so I'm like, okay, this is unhealthy. So yeah, we took we took even a few of my friends and I. We have this a yeah. saying for that when there's this person is their sun is either shining on you or it is absolutely yeah. not shining on you, and it's dark difference yes I think that's a really um big one and and that's where you get manipulated and controlled because especially those who um are are like approval seeking or like to people please um then it means that easily you can be easily manipulated by these people because you want the sun to shine on you so you will do what what they want and that's where it starts to get unhealthy yeah absolutely and so what, it, what um, you've mentioned, you've experienced, you know, some people that needed to move yeah. just further out of your circle and then you've experienced 
some people that it's been beautiful to have them close in and what do those friendships oh they are treasures oh they're treasures so they they're healthy in their emotional intelligence in their spiritual life i see fruit in their lives but it's just things like they celebrate you and you celebrate them they give you space and grace to make mistakes or accidentally um forget about a hangout or you know know you like there's there's this a celebration that you're different to them and you celebrate their differences and there's just that beautiful grace and I just think um yeah that that's worth its weight in gold and I actually went through a season when I felt incredibly lonely and I just said to the Lord who are my safe people so your heart feels safe with them who are my safe people and he gave me three names three ladies and so I contacted them and um, asked if they'd like to meet like once a month or once a fortnight to pray or go for dinner and we've been doing it ever since so we've been doing it for Two or three, yeah. three years now, maybe, and yeah, they're safe. We have good laughs, but we cry and we just let each other be messy and fabulous. Whenever we, you know, depending on where they're at in that season. Oh, that's so awesome! I'm so glad. I mean, I've had similar experiences where you know you've had the lonely season and you've prayed yeah. in those special people, and it's oh, it's a it life. Absolutely is. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being with us and for giving up your time to be on the podcast. I so appreciate that. Um, but Ken, before you go, can you tell us a bit about what you're doing with Arise and any exciting things for us to look out for in the Ooh, future? So I think we're all sold out of our retreats at the moment, but we've always got more retreats bubbling away that um that we're we're yes. creating but our team is expanding uh yeah so we've got a few few fun things happening this year um to yeah oh yeah oh that's so exciting and that's congratulations on selling oh. out your retreats they're such a valuable thing so that's why they're selling out because people are going and their lives are being changed and they're telling their friends so it's it's such a valuable thing that you do and i know i've been on the receiving end of um, what you guys do at Arise Sanctuary, and it's just awesome. I love it. So oh, thank, thank you. For doing you. That. It is. It's actually. I just love it. I love what what God does. I love seeing His Father's heart for each one of the ladies that come. It's um. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for coming and sharing some wisdom in regards to you know our tricky dynamics and tricky relationships. It's been so valuable to us. Oh, Thank thanks, so Jim. Thank you for listening to the Her Armory podcast. To keep up to date with all things Her Armory, follow us on Instagram, H-E-R underscore A-R-M-O-U-R-Y. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast too.